Hello and welcome to Integrating Chinese Medicine with the Dow Health. I'm Elizabeth Cullen. And I'm Georgia Fong. And we are traditional Chinese medicine practitioners and acupuncturists. We are your hosts, providing an educational platform for practical ways to integrate Eastern medicine into your Western lifestyle. Throughout this podcast series, we will be discussing the benefits of getting to know our bodies in a practical sense and how to be an advocate for your own health. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we are going to be talking about acupuncture treatment and pregnancy. A very common question that we are asked in the clinic is acupuncture safe in pregnancy and is acupuncture support something that can be treated throughout pregnancy? As you may be aware, we play a role with natural fertility and IVF support and preconception care in the practice. And we're commonly asked, can we continue our treatment through actual pregnancy. So um, I guess where we'll start off today is we'll begin to talk about how acupuncture plays a role in pregnancy in each trimester, as well as its safety and where we stand or sit um, to support your main health practitioner throughout your journey of pregnancy. So Liz, if we talk about acupuncture during pregnancy, is it safe? And what is the role, what is our role as TCM practitioners? So acupuncture is safe during pregnancy if you see a practitioner who is trained in pregnancy. I really can't emphasize that enough because there is points that in the literature they will say are forbidden points, which does mean that they are contraindicated to be used throughout pregnancy. The reason being is they can have a downwards action, so they can actually bring on a miscarriage. So it's really important that we use points to support and hold the pregnancy. So making sure before you begin treatment or continue your treatment throughout pregnancy that you are seeing a TCM practitioner and acupuncturist who is trained in pregnancy. And who has experience treating pregnant women. Yes, very much so. It's very important. So you want to feel comfortable and supported with your treatment. So, yeah. Definitely. Um, and I think as allied health practitioners, we support alongside the principal healthcare um, practitioners as the shared care midwives and GPs, um, the obstetricians, the midwife program or home midwives. So yes. we'll work alongside their, um, their support. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I guess, you know, we're there to be a support with treatment, but at the same time, we will always check in with the principal practitioner through the patient. So it'll be the principal practitioner, such as the OP, OB, as Georgia mentioned, or shared care midwife program, or the GP, or through the midwives that and the home midwives, the home midwives as well. Yeah. yeah, that um they'll be making. The, they'll be supporting the patient with advice and then we'll be alongside you for extra support. And the kinds of reasons why women would come in yeah. um, to see us, yes. um, there is a plethora of reasons and um, it, we offer um, a drug-free solution as acupuncturists. 
um, to a medical problem that may arise for these pregnant women. Definitely. And as, oh, oh yeah. So I guess definitely as a safe option, that is what a positive um, treatment about treatment with acupuncture is. It's a safe option with no risk of interaction or minimal side effects that especially throughout pregnancy, women can feel very worried even what type of exercise they're doing, let alone what they can actually use if they are experiencing symptoms they haven't actually experienced before that are affecting their quality of life. So acupuncture offers a solution and offers support to ease or minimise these symptoms. And so I guess should we start with trimester one? Absolutely. Okay, let's begin here. So Georgia, how can acupuncture support a patient through trimester one of their pregnancy? Um, So during that first trimester, so up until week 12, um, women can experience nausea, morning sickness and vomiting. Um, And acupuncture has been shown to decrease the severity of these symptoms for women um, and helping to improve their overall quality of life. Um, We can help improve energy and support fatigue. Um, We help calm down the central nervous system to support sleep, um, reduce anxiety towards pregnancy um, and support the early stages of a pregnancy. Pregnancy, yeah. So during this first trimester, we often recommend for women to come in more regularly. Um, and so then we see them quite frequently throughout that first trimester. Yes. And I guess going into trimester two, some patients may experience morning sickness or nausea through till trimester two. And sometimes it can be throughout the whole pregnancy. So yes, unfortunately, unfortunately. Um, so, but that, that type of consistent treatment may continue through trimester two. And then as symptoms ease, then with trimester two, we may see patients less frequency. And that's sometimes where we more come in as a symptomatic type of approach. So if different type of symptoms are coming up in trimester two, which we'll go through in a moment, that's when patients may start to come in more symptomatically, or that may be when they're doing monthly maintenance treatments through trimester two. And what kind of kinds of symptoms do we usually see in trimester two, Liz? So as the body changes to make room for the growing baby, that's when you may see musculoskeletal treatments um, beginning to come in a little bit more due to those symptoms starting such as sciatica, back pain, pelvic pain, pubic symphysis pain. Additional to musculoskeletal type of treatments um, to support those symptoms, we may also see patients for edema, constipation, itching, reflux and heartburn, insomnia, anxiety and depression and working alongside with a psychologist there, sinusitis, pregnancy-induced hypertension and vulval varicosities. Awesome. Yeah, so it is one of those... It is one of those modalities where checking in, if you are experiencing a symptom and you already have your acupuncturist or Chinese medicine practitioner, getting in touch with them to check in, can they help you? Because there may be a symptom that you're experiencing that you can get relief from to improve your quality of life. You don't have to suffer. And it's all about feeling as best as possible throughout your entire pregnancy. Exactly. exactly. Um, and feeling and supported. Feeling supported, definitely. And we often see that during that second trimester, women do begin to feel their best throughout yeah. their pregnancy. So they want to continue to have those symptoms managed. Exactly. Exactly. Um, as well as that, we also do recommend discussing um, with or checking in with an internal women's health physio. 
um, to get a pelvic floor assessment and um, prepare the body for birth. So that's usually at that second trimester. Yes. Yeah. Usually before 20 weeks, we would recommend to see an internal women's health physio. Again, checking that your internal women's health physio is certified and trained and getting in there before the 20 week mark gives you that time to prepare your pelvic floor for a vaginal birth is that if that's what you're desiring. So coming into trimester three and pre-birth treatment, Georgia, where do we play a role? Um, so in that trimester three, um, we'll continue with supporting any musculoskeletal concerns um, and treating symptomatically up until 36 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also treat breech babies. Yes. So I, I guess that is a place where acupuncture and pre- is known in pregnancy to play a role. Yes. It's a bit mysterious. Yeah. And I think it would be good if we can unpack that mystery a little bit for patients and actually where we do play a role with breech babies and if there is a particular time that is good to start that type of treatment so when would you recommend starting breech treatment um so the research shows that intervention at 34 weeks is the most efficient um before the baby is too large yeah but it's also um important to note that a baby can still turn up until 38 or 39 weeks most certainly yeah um so the best outcome is when um we see is when a woman has had a baby already but it doesn't mean that um the treatment that we offer um and that we help support isn't going to work definitely and i guess if we go back to that italian study in 1998 um that that study showed that 75.4 percent of babies both Primigravida, so from a mother who hasn't had a baby before and a mother who has baby has had babies before in other pregnancies, the baby was able to turn. It had that capability when the treatment started at week 34. And I guess we won't go deeply into what the treatment entails, but what does the treatment for breech babies what's the is it one treatment or is it a cycle of treatments or what does that look like for a patient um so i always discuss with um the women that come in the best outcome is we do the moxa treatment in the clinic so that's that moxa stick that we um teach them a specific technique and then women will go home and use that same technique for a period of 10 days Yes, and it's so important to say consistent, isn't it? Consistently every single day. Yes. Um, and then we'll check in after that 10-day period of time. But a lot of the work is done at home. It is. It really is. So it's not It's not the easiest treatment to do. No. But it is doable. Absolutely. It's very much doable and, and, you know, we show realistic ways of how to do that and so will your acupuncturist. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and that's a prime example of that's where a midwife will be guiding you. So they would be talking to you or your GP or an obstetrician would be talking to you about what the baby's location is looking like and if this was an option for you, for some patients this will not be an option and it's really important to be guided by your practitioners of whether this is an option or not. Yes, and I think it's... um so important that women are well informed for to exhaust all their avenues of options rather than yeah exactly um, thinking that it's not available to them yeah that there's no other option than a cesarean yeah yeah so it really is it, it, you do see a very positive outcome for if you can start that a little bit earlier and there's that awareness out there that you start the breach treatment at week 34 if possible and then through scans with your principal healthcare practitioner you'll be guided to see if it's been effective yeah. Um, so, Liz, if we um, talk about 
the pre-birth treatment. So a woman has come in and she's up to 36 or 37 weeks. She's got there. Yeah, she's got there. She's ready to go. (laughs) She's ready to meet little bubs. Um, How would this treatment differ from the previous treatments that we've been talking about? Okay, so labour preparation treatment starts to make quite a significant change to the previous treatments throughout pregnancy. So rather than this Chinese medicine perspective of holding and supporting the pregnancy, so drawing upwards, we're now encouraging bub to then come downwards. So this is where some of those acupuncture points that we initially didn't use through earlier pregnancy is some of the points we'll actually start to use because now we're trying to support to open the cervix, to soften the sinews. But I guess let's begin where labour preparation isn't just acupuncture treatment. I guess we use it to educate the patient and their partner to empower women of the possibility of giving birth vaginally and also expressing their wishes of what they want for their birth plan. Yeah. So we talk about those birth ideas um, and for them to be educated to know what they're allowed in the hospital room. What their options are. Yeah. Because Mm. a lot of women, they don't know. And that's okay. Yeah, that's of course where we that's okay. so step unknown. in and play a role um, as well to assist women to understand what their desires may be. Exactly, exactly. So labour preparation, how regularly does a patient come? So we recommend weekly mm-hmm. up until their due date. Um, and the treatment is we use specific points um, to essentially prepare the body for labour. Mm-hmm. Um, so we discuss these treatments around softening and ripening the cervix we calm the central nervous system um, and help soften the ligaments prior to labor as well as promoting the um, the descending action of the baby yes and then from a tcm perspective so we're aiming to support the regulation of a woman's chi and blood so those foundations of life Uh, prior to the delivery to ensure the chi and blood, the five emotions and those internal zengfu or the internal organs are balanced and they're in harmony. So as much as labour preparation and induction is to ensure or to support a vaginal birth, if that's the patient's desire or wish, it's also supporting the woman's body so that they feel prepared and really strong before they're giving birth. This in turn will then help to support them postpartum as well. And help with their recovery. Yes. So if we talk about um, the research around um, pre uh, sorry, pre-birth treatment. Yes. Um, Liz, what are those stats if we talk about um, how it creates a more efficient labour? Okay, so a uh, New Zealand study with Deborah Betts, who she's a wonderful practitioner who's also a midwife, to also have a look at her research and her resources are wonderful. Um, the research that she came from a study in New Zealand from was that when compared with the local population rates, there was an overall 35% reduction in the number of inductions. And for a woman who hasn't previously had a pregnancy with a vaginal birth, there was a 43% reduction. So other than that, there was significant numbers that there was a 31% reduction in the epidural rate. 32% reduction in emergency cesarean delivery and a 9% increase in normal vaginal births. So overall, we can see that there's 
a positive outcome for a patient from having labour preparation treatment. And there's some really prom- promising therapeutic benefits that we see. In yes, studies. definitely, yeah. definitely. And, you know, to support a woman so that they know that they're giving their best shot of trying to support a vaginal birth if that's their wishes and really supporting and empowering them and their partners as well. Yeah. Georgia, did you want to talk a little bit about acupressure? Um, yeah, so throughout the um, the pre-birth treatment, um, we recommend for a woman's support person or their partner to come in and learn acupressure during labour. Mm-hmm. So this gives them a role throughout their labour um, on ways that we can help um, decrease the pain that the women are experiencing. Um, we use different points to help descend baby um, and also calm down the central nervous system. So it's a great treatment that we do within the clinic um, to empower both the partner and the woman um, that they all have a job and a role to do. Exactly. Yep. And I guess the feedback that we get from partners as well is that they felt like, as you said, that they could play a role in there. Yeah. Yeah. And that release yeah. of oxytocin by the support person or yeah. the partner being able to touch and support their patient is really going to help with labour as well. And feeling that connection together. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, Liz, if one of our um, – if you ex- um, have a new patient that comes in mm. and she's – at 40 weeks, mm-hmm. um, she's never had acupuncture before and she asked for a natural induction. Mm. Um, as acupuncturists, what is our role there and how would we respond to that? Okay, so the way that we were trained is that we were educated that it is irresponsible to naturally induce a patient. If you've first met them, say that, as you said, they're a new patient at 40 weeks and they want that induction. The reason being is that you don't know how their body is going to respond to the acupuncture and there is a risk of creating too short of a labour. So instead, the way that we should support the patients is through labour preparation again and building and supporting that woman's body, but also by opening softly the cervix and, and softening the ligaments as well. So Deborah Betts has a wonderful quote in her book of a labour is expected to commence when three factors occur simultaneously in traditional Chinese medicine. So number one, the yang activity replaces the material growth qi, yin. Um, Qi flows freely and moves the blood and the door of the uterus opens. So I guess we don't want to force that to happen and rather we want to guide and support. So rather we're that hand that's supporting the patient rather than we don't want to be pushing. So I think that's really important that for patients who are listening of Chinese medicine and women who are pregnant, it's really important to start that labour preparation earlier rather than focusing on, oh, I've gone over 40 weeks, I'm going to go and have an induction with acupuncture. Because it doesn't work like that, unfortunately. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. it's not um, the way that we treat here in the clinic. No, no. So, again, it's about building and supporting. Yeah. And then encouraging bub to come downwards when they're ready. When the baby's ready and when your body's ready. Yeah, exactly. Because we also don't want to put the baby into panic either. No, and no, no shock, no. No. And I think it's interesting, you know, how when the, the baby will move when they do feel the acupuncture. Yeah. So I think, I don't know if there's ever been done studies done on that, but it is interesting how the acupuncture will affect the baby and they'll start to move. They're very responsive yeah, to, to the, the acupuncture. Yeah, to the Yeah. <laughs> Okay. Um, so I think that's um, where we've discussed all of our labour prep treatment, 
and different treatments throughout the entire pregnancy, that first, second and third trimester as well. Definitely. Um, And in the next podcast, um, we can focus on the importance of the fourth trimester or the golden month. The golden month. Which is um, postpartum preparation. Yeah, so pregnancy care doesn't stop when we see that last time before you go and deliver baby it continues to after you've had the baby to support you as well the mother so i think that's really important that yeah next um next podcast we'll start to talk about the golden month beautiful beautiful okay Okay. thanks for listening thank you for listening